0: Hi and welcome to DH Radio. Today we are joined by Dr. Ramanathan, who is a professor environmental geology, hydrogeochemistry, biogeochemistry and glaciology laboratory at the Jawaharlal Nehru University. Dr. Ramanathan has published more than 75 papers in various peer-reviewed journals and has been working intensively on dynamics of Himalayan glaciers. Hi, Doctor, and welcome to DH Radio. Yeah, welcome. Doctor, my first question to you is, could you describe for us the geographical aspects of the western end of the Himalayas?
1: See, geographical aspects, which the Himalaya is a very continuously rising mountain is relatively younger because uh, it is having uh, tectonic activities are going on. Concerned western part of Himalaya is receiving the uh, moisture sources from the western uh, disturbances from the Mediterranean and the Indian summer monsoon started to affect the because of the orographic uh, that is the mountainous region valley through which these moisture sources goes and which are very, very essential for the glaciers to survive. Every year we need to have a moisture in the form of snow because of these mountainous terrains, is uh, to high elevations and then they form the snow and then converted into fern and ice and then form the glaciers. There is a lot of uh, faults and everything is there. Uh, great boundary fault and thrust faults are there in the region. And that's because of the tectonic activities in these regions. So that is why a lot of earthquakes comes in the Uttarakhand regions uh, and uh, uh, all these regions. So we have um, a glaciers, we have uh, earthquakes, we have landslides. All these happens in these uh, regions of these high elevations about three thousand meters in the Himalayas.
0: Also, uh, professor, there are theories about recently in Chamoli district we saw a mm-hmm. massive deluge. Now there there are mm-hmm. certain theories like uh, you know what could have happened. Like according to you, what is the most likely scenario, and what do th- you think that things might have happened there, which led to this huge deluge there?
1: So, as far as the remote sensing data is available, because from this uh, uh, Canadian that uh, starts uh, uh, author from that, uh, it is uh, uh, mainly because of the uh, ice fall, that is uh, hanging glaciers or the avalanches, we call it avalanches, it's a mixture of uh, ice, rocks and sediments which at higher altitudes above 5,600 meters, that is around 0.2 kilometers of mass has been falling. Even this type of avalanche has been reported in the same locations in 2016 also, published in uh, uh, scientific journals. And that is actually uh, falling into these uh, streams, meltwater streams in the, coming from the snow and the ice. And this forms a uh, temporary obstructions That is, uh, forms uh, lakes, uh, temporary lakes, we call it as a temporary dam, which is a mixture of uh, rock, sediments, and ice. So, when the rise in the temperature happens, which has been reported to 0.6 to 1 degrees, and also this time the winter is uh, very feeble in the region, and hence uh, this uh, air temperature will transfer the heat to the water, and the water in turn conduct the heat to the ice and melt it. So, what happens, the dam which is temporarily formed in three years or four years or in six months back and this ice get melted. Okay. And then this uh, will be uh, developing hydrostatic pressure in the dam. It's a dam always is having hydrostatic pressure. When you open the door, uh, open the gates, the water will flow. So, slowly they release the water. So, in order to avoid the disaster in the dam. But here what happens, because there is no control here, when this ice melts. Uh, All these become a porous material, and then push these uh, tools, uh, angular tools like rocks and rocks, and then push it down, and then that leads to the avalanche and disasters happening in the downstream region.
0: And what about the glacial uh, burst that uh, people were talking about, uh, professor?
1: So here, that is also not the reason, but here it has not happened. Okay. Because it was uh, already observed in that the it is 2013 that was happened there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, it is not uh, due to the glacial outburst. One is the cloudburst, another one is the glacial lake uh, outburst floods. So cloudburst in the lay also, you might have seen that uh, suddenly the ray, uh, because of the orographic control, the Maesha laden wind cannot rise and suddenly falls in a particular location and then flood will happen. So that is happening in the Nepal-India border also. But in this case, this too is uh, so far rolled out. Okay. Because we don't, we have to do a lot of investigations and a lot of uh, research has to be carried out in this.
0: And also, uh, you know, it's in such geography, right? Like such incidents, are they mm-hmm. common in, uh, you know, other places which share a similar geography? Are there
1: any examples as such? No, no. Alps, if you see the Alps region, European region, they have this problem of this uh, temporary dams formed, Moraine dams, ice dams in the lakes. And then they… They handle it uh, uh, because here what happens when you have the, we have high high resolution satellite data. So, two meter, one meter resolutions has come, ISRO is well equipped with all these things. Only thing we need a a team which is dedicated to this type of monitoring. So in the Europe and all, if you see that they identify these locations where these temporary dams, foreign dams are formed and then they will uh, release the water slowly overflow the water or through they put a hole and then through which the water will be leaked out so that this hydrostatic pressure will not be built and pushed out uh, to form this avalanche. So, there are cases which is handled previously in France and other areas. And
0: considering this particular Uttarakhand incident, uh, Professor, is there the underlying cause? Is it because of climate change or is it because uh, there is a human activity in this sort of Area or suppose if you know there is no human activity, would such incidents would have gone unnoticed? Like, what do you think? See,
1: you talk about the climate change. Climate change induced by human only. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Okay. See, CO2 increases and then the temperature rises. That's what I told you. Temperature is rising. Climate change is not ruled out here because yeah. the winter is nowadays is not severe. Snowfall is not severe. And hence the temperature is rising and then they melt it and they form the, when they melt it, mm-hmm. what will happen is that they will not be converted into the ice and then they form the lubricant type of thing and the water will melt and then the topmost ice will be started to slip along with these sediments and all those things. Mm-hmm. So this happens above this 4,000 meters, but all of our infrastructures are below this 4,000 meters. All the glaciers here are 4,000 meters. Huh. So the implication is uh, downstream regions, because uh, we are disturbing that by putting a tunnel or deforestations, we are doing it. Mm -hmm. So, this will accelerate the uh, disaster in the downstream unless until we have a a planning, systematic planning, Mm -hmm. and that we identify the thrust zones, we identify the weaker lithology. And uh, because when you put a tunnel, Obviously, that is uh, – it will be having pressure on the mountain system because it will weaken. if there is uh, – some structures is developed, some uh, landslide happens, some collapse – faulting uh, tectonic activity happen. that land that, uh, for that will affect the tunnels in the tree. – that is happening in the downstream. Obviously, the human activities uh, will accelerate the impact unless until we have systematically plan and then you have a uh, plan B to reduce the disaster
0: my next question was very similar i think you've already answered mm-hmm. uh, it for me mm-hmm. so it was regarding like is there any ecological or biodiversity sort of uh, connection that you uh, answered like yeah yeah this is yeah.
1: ecohydrology one of the important for the mountain regions below 3000 meters where the people live mm-hmm. ecohydrology means all these water coming from the glaciers and rain they will be percolating through the roots of the very big trees and plants and then they leach into these rocks. They break the rocks and leach into it and form the. It is type of groundwater which will be leaked when they uh, when this uh, uh, water reaches the surface. So the springs are the good indicators of this uh, ecology and the ecohydrology. If springs are flowing for more than uh, eight months or nine months in the mountainous regions like Western Ghats and Himalayas, that shows that uh, the ecosystem is very very strong and very healthy. Mm -hmm. If that is drying it within two months, that means that uh, we are disturbing and hence this system is not working and ecology is disturbed.
0: Professor, before we end the discussion, my final question Mm -hmm. to you is from Mm -hmm. a policy perspective, right, like uh, Mm -hmm. to avoid such incidents, I know they have caused like almost 30 odd people have died and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, huge infrastructure is one of the Mm -hmm. uh, uh, dams and all which took crores or rupees to build has yeah. been destroyed and from mm-hmm. a policy perspective what do you think must be done or is there uh, any engineering solution uh, to this problem
1: see there is no such an engineering solution it's a combination of these different uh, techniques mm. one is the traditional knowledge then is the green technology and then the uh, uh, engineering scientific knowledge and engineering combinedly only we can do the solutions in this one so as I told you that we should strengthen our monitoring systems dedicated research centers or dedicated satellites has to be there for this type of thing to monitor so that when you identify such a problems because it will climate change will induce this melting and then this will is going to happen. So it may happen even we don't know now even it will happen within another one or four days or five days within 10 days or one month because another obstruction will break. So only thing is the uh, strengthening the monitoring we using our technology and then putting the people to analyze the data and then find out the solution like I told you if the temporary dam is formed, the water is filling up and hydrostatic pressure is there we have to reduce the hydrostatic pressure by putting by releasing the water slowly. So that type of uh, technology is already available people have uh, addressed in uh, Alps and other uh, Cascadian mountains. So we can do that one. only thing is that the policy, uh, like no uh, like Himalayan ecology, Himalayan glaciology, Himalayan water resource. These are very important for us. So we should have a dedicated center, or even the like Ministry of uh, Jal Shakti is there. Similarly, we should have sub-centers for the Himalayas. Especially, one centers or sub-ministry should be developed because mountainous region, for example, Western Ghats, Eastern Ghats, Himalayas. These are very important water resources and ecological testing. We should have a dedicated ministry to address this and uh, pull the scientific and the technological expertise and then we can always handle it uh, uh, without disturbing the ecology and environment. Minimum disturbance and maximum benefit, that's what. You have to disturb, but you should be disturbing at a minimum so that uh, it will not impact you because the natural hazards never kills the human being because we know this is going to happen in this place. Mm-hmm. Only thing, human interfere with that and without taking precaution, the human disaster will happen. Otherwise, only property will be collapsed or whatever will be lost
0: alright professor thank you so much for giving your inputs to deccan herald it was we are very grateful for you to uh, for these inputs thank you so much professor
1: yeah okay thank you,
0: thank you. that's all in today's episode Tune in this evening on a news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, log on to www.deckandherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.deckandheraldepaper.com. To read news on the go, sign up to our telegram channel t.me slash news keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all new Deccan Herald app in which you can personalize, have a quick glance at news shots, check highlights and even listen to. You can get it from Google Play Store and Apple App Store and you can find the links to the same in the description.